Welcome to Recognizing Leadership Blind Spots. I'm your host, John Gracie, a speaker, author, and trainer. I passionately believe the most effective ways to lead people are just simple things to do. For more than 25 years, I've been helping leaders by making the complex sound simple and compelling and by giving advice from in the trenches versus out of a textbook. I firmly believe that my tell-like-it-is-speaking style will lead to greater profits. Now let's get started. Do people resist change? Think about that for a couple moments. If you're saying yes, well, let's think about this. If people truly resist change, we better alert the fashion industry. We better alert the tourism industry. If people really resist change, why do we work out or get cosmetic surgery? When I present at conferences and private businesses, I oftentimes ask if people resist change. Predictably, many people will say yes. I then will pull a $20 bill out from my pocket and give it to an attendee. And I asked the entire audience, if people resist change, why did this attendee just take the $20 bill? On occasions in the wintertime, I'll give a homeless person $5. If you're going to spend $5 for a cup of coffee at Starbucks, I can go ahead and give a homeless person $5. You know what's never happened in all of my years in giving a homeless person the $5 bill? They never turned it down. You see, the world's largest radio station in America is WIIFM. What's in it for me? People do not resist change nearly as much as the manner it's communicated. Oftentimes, we get hung up on how that change is being communicated and what's in it for me. What am I getting at? A few years back, the thought of buying a bigger home was starting to keep me up at nights. The thought of a bigger home and a bigger mortgage was just not making me sleep too well. One day after dinner, my wife sent the kids upstairs and asked if I had an open mind. I said, of course I have an open mind. Who wouldn't have an open mind? I teach it every single day. She then asked if we could have a practical conversation and a reasonable conversation. Of course I said we can. But then I looked at her and I said, Lori, when you ask questions like that, it typically means that we're going to be talking about money. Is that the case? She then looked at me and she said, John, tell me about five risks that you ever had in life. And I said, risks? What do you mean by risks? That sounds like an Oprah Winfrey question. You had the day off here today, Lori, and I bet you're now taking something that you learned on the Oprah Winfrey show and you're applying it on me. She looked at me and she said, John, you said you were going to have an open mind. Just answer the question. So I looked at her once again and I said, Lori, what do you mean by risks? When did you ever jump in the action and you could not predict the end result? Hmm. All right. How about starting college at 23? I had no idea how that was going to end. Is that what you're looking for? Well, if you think that was risky, then it's what I'm looking for. Anything else? Oh, how about moving to Kansas City, Independence, Missouri, many years ago? We had no idea how that was going to end. Anything else there, John? Oh, how about asking you to dance many years ago? That was risky. How about having kids? We still have no idea how that's going to end. Anything else there, John? Yeah, as I think about it, your mother. What does my mom have to do with it? Well, she's living with us. We have no idea how that's going to end now, do we? At that point, she said, you know what? Of all of these risks that you've had, how many of them turned out to be a complete flop? I looked at her and I said, Lori, I know exactly what you're trying to do. First of all, you're trying to prove to me that most of the risks or all of the risks that I've had actually worked out pretty well. But you're also trying to help me see myself as being very capable and a very competent individual. 
My wife looked at me and said, John, we have a savings account. We've saved some money for a rainy day. This mortgage will be 15% of our take-home pay. John, if you ever lost your job, we still have my income. And if I ever lost my job, we would still have your income. You see, folks, people do not resist change nearly as much as the manner it's communicated. It might be obvious to you on why that change is taking place, but it may not be obvious to the other particular person. Later that particular evening, I looked at my wife and I said, boy, you really sucked me in with all those risks. What would have happened had I come out and said those risks did not work out so well? Then what would you have said? My wife looked at me and smiled and said, Oprah said, see, I knew Oprah had something to do with it. Oprah said there's a pretty good chance that you would have coped with that particular change. Once again, people do not resist change nearly as much as the manner it's communicated. They want to know how you arrived at that particular solution. Leaders are made, not born. Remember to rate the podcast, then yes, a five-star rating is the best way for me to help others who may be looking for the same type of information. Selecting the right keynote speaker for your event can be crucial and overwhelming with thousands of speakers to choose from. Let me take 60 seconds on what I can do for you. First, I have several different keynotes to choose from, covering a wider range of topics. They include leadership, change management, communication, and the generations. I put plenty of research into these topics and promise you will learn something. Why? Attendees will appreciate how I make the complex sound simple and compelling. What makes me unique is the way I deliver the information. I combine a straightforward and tell-like-it-is approach with real-world solutions that comes across as refreshing and riveting. If you have me speak at your next conference or event, I promise to engage your attendees by addressing the problems that today's employees face with solutions so logical they're bound to say, why didn't I think of that? I challenge attendees to look in the mirror first and ask what they can do differently versus being so quick to point the blame at others. I assure you I'll be easy to work with, no outrageous demands nor prima donna treatment from me. Your next meeting likely has a theme and your audience-specific needs. Since I speak on a variety of topics, I can very easily blend content from my other presentations to help give you the content you're looking for without sacrificing entertainment and value. Finally, I have spoken at hundreds of conferences, associations, and events. My goal is the same as yours. Influence employee behaviors that lead to increased productivity and performance long after the event has ended. Thanks for listening.